Hello, my witchy friends, and welcome to episode number 29 of the Comfy Cozy Witch Podcast with me, Jenny Blonde, the Comfy Cozy Witch. And thank you for being here with me today. This is going to be a nice, I'm hoping, calm, comfy, cozy episode as we are easing into the winter season. And today, I just wanted to share with you some of my favorite songs of the season, some poems that I love, and celebrations, customs that I just appreciate. And I thought you might as well. I do want to say that I apologize for it being a month, a little over a month since the last episode. I had planned on releasing an episode last week, even the week before, but if you saw on social media, um, you know that I was in a little bit of a flare-up with some autoimmune stuff, um, but I am feeling better. And that does affect my speech, so it's very difficult. And you can hear it maybe a little bit today <laughs> in my speech. Um, it's difficult sometimes um, because of these, these flare-ups, which I don't want to get into because I want to talk about cozy things, but that's just the reality of it right now. But I am happy to be back Yesterday was the first day that I felt really good. In fact, I <laughs> in fact I recorded a podcast episode with my friend Rowan that will come out later on um, that I'll be sharing with you. But anyway, getting back on track, all that to say, I am back here for this episode, releasing right after we have our winter solstice to just share some winter yuletide goodies with you all. And before I go into what's making me feel comfy, cozy, and witchy, I want to share a song with you. This is the Yule Song by Flora Ware. And I think you'll appreciate it. It's a short melody. It's like two minutes long. And it's a nice little celebration of the Yuletide season. So enjoy. Thank you. 
I just really love that one and flora Ware, they have a sabbat album and it's i think songs for the wheel of the year and that one was yuletide comes and my son and i well he loves he loves listening to that album i think it's i'm not sure exactly when it released i just was made aware of it recently um by by a witchy friend of mine, Kate, and I downloaded it right away. And for the most part, I do like their the eight songs on that album. But this one is my favorite, and it's my son's favorite. And he'll be in the car and doing the the bass bar. Oh my day! Oh, he'll say it over and over again and ask to listen to that song. So that's just a really nice little one. It's called Yuletide Comes. And I'll be sharing some other of my favorite Yuletide songs with you in a little bit. But before I go into that, I want to tell you what is making me feel comfy, cozy, and witchy. And I think right now, you all probably could guess (laughs) that it is everything Yule and, you know, getting, not even getting ready because we are in the Yuletide season. It is now the 23rd of December. And so we are in the Yule season, which was, you know, kicked off, of course, on the 21st with the winter solstice. And something I was talking with a friend about yesterday, a lot of people think or assume that Yule is one day. Okay, Yule, the winter solstice, it's one day, it's the same thing, but it's really not. You know, winter solstice it's what kicks off that Yuletide season. So we are just in the first days of Yule and I will celebrate it here and there through the the first of January, really the second of January. Um, and I know that you'll hear in, in the next episode that <laughs> Rowan had a Yuletide dinner all planned out that kind of went awry and I'm not going to talk about it uh, too much here because I don't want to do any spoilers, but Basically, his food didn't come in time for the winter solstice, but he's still able to use (laughs) what he got because the Yuletide season, you know, carries on for a little bit longer. But just, I don't know, getting ready for this season and turning inward, I just really appreciate this time because I feel like this year a lot has happened. Um, It's been go, go, go nonstop between my son being home with me and new ventures and book deadlines and so forth. It has been a lot, even though I've been home a lot more because of COVID and everything. But this this time of year, it just forces me to slow down a little bit, to go inward. I've made the decision, you know, this whole week, I'm not going to feel obligated to respond in a really timely manner, in a timely manner to 
emails and um, work-related things, and I've let people know that. I want to take some time, especially before my son goes back to school in the new year. I want to spend this, this last week, really, just enjoying my family and enjoying all the time that we have together. But, you know, I, it's funny because as much as we talk about going inward in the Yuletide season and reflecting and the quiet and mimicking kind of what nature does at this time in hibernation. It's a very busy time at the beginning of winter between traveling to see family and wrapping presents and decorating and these expectations I think that commercialism has and society really has placed on us to do so much during the holidays that I think sometimes we forget to just sit down and enjoy it. And I know I I was finding myself getting kind of caught up at the end of last week, rushing around, even the beginning of this week, rushing around, trying to wrap presents and, oh, I still need to get so-and-so something and this person something. And I just was like, Jenny, you just need to slow down for a little bit, just be. And it's funny because, what was it, Tuesday was the winter solstice, Tuesday, I had all these great plans for making a brisket and Brussels sprouts and macaroni and cheese and um, sweet potatoes and, you know, all this delicious food. I was going to have a big meal. We were going to do our family solstice ritual. And the day was jam-packed. It, my son had his, his intro to the school. He had his open house. He had this train ride thing in the morning. We were on the go nonstop. The brisket ended up being so expensive. Like I just could not afford to, to buy the brisket to make what I had wanted to. And at the end of the day, you know, my husband and I talked and we're like, I know it's the winter solstice. I want to do something nice, but I I don't have the energy right now to go all out and make a big meal. So we ended up just doing takeout. We brought food into the house and we sat by candlelight and we ate by candlelight and just enjoyed the evening. And no, it wasn't a home-cooked meal. It wasn't my typical big kickoff to Yule, my typical winter solstice dinner. I mean, if you even go back on my Instagram for la- from last year and look at everything that I made, it was a, a total 180 <laughs> this year. But I needed, I needed that. I just needed to slow down a little bit and realize Yule is here for another week and a half. I have plenty of time to make a big meal if I want to. And if I don't get to it, that's fine. We still did our family ritual. We still have our Yule log, which we'll be burning you know, later on this week. We still were able to just spend that time together as a family. And the great thing is, I wasn't, I wasn't cooking in the kitchen for half the day trying to juggle all the different foods. Um, and then serving, and then we eat the food in like, you know, 15 minutes, and then we're done. It was nice because I spent good quality time with my family. And after dinner, the best part is we went for a drive for two hours. We drove around our town and um, two neighboring towns and looked at the holiday lights. Um, We wanted to celebrate the returning of the light. And, you know, this, of course, festival is all about the light and returning of the sun. And so we drove around and we looked at the Christmas and holiday lights that people had put up on their house and in their yards. And we there was no rhyme or reason. We 
we just drove until we saw neighborhoods that had a fair amount of lights and we took in the solstice that way. And it was just, it was nice. It was very much bridging together the magical witchy side with uh, the mundane. And it was perfect. We came back, we had, um, I say we, I mean my husband and I, we had some glogs. So we had some, you know, festive spiced wine. My son had his little juice. (laughs) We opened up our Yule presents. So we exchange one present on winter solstice every year. Um, The rest we save for the, you know, traditional Christmas morning. But we each exchange one gift and I got a beautiful ring and, you know, I got my my family, they got their two solstice presents and it was just, it was a lovely day. So I know I'm rambling on, which many of you like, <laughs> but all of that is to say I had these great plans and realized, oh, I just couldn't follow through. I was, I was tired and at the end of the day, I'm really happy with the way that our solstice turned out because I wasn't super exhausted then the next morning because I wasn't rushing around and cooking a whole bunch of stuff. It was really, really nice. And I know this week, I mean, Thursday night, we're having tomorrow. That's tomorrow night. No, Friday night. Today's Thursday. Tomorrow night, we're having a big dinner with with some family. Then the 25th, we're going to have a lot of food (laughs) as well, I'm sure. And then that whole week, I will be cooking here and there and doing all that good stuff. So... All that to say, what is making me feel comfy, cozy, and witchy is this Yule season and honoring what what I need this season, which may be just to sit back a little bit and enjoy and not feel like I need to entertain and do so much. And I urge some of you to think about that too. Um, Don't get caught up in making the big meals and all of these entrees and food if you don't have to. Because here's the thing, you can bless and put just as much magic into smaller meals. And, you know, I said my little blessing over our takeout food um, and that worked for the solstice. And of course, I'll be doing some more kitchen, (laughs) kitchen witchery this week. I have a feeling. Um, but yes, so I wanted to share that that is what currently is making me feel comfy, cozy, and witchy. Before I move on, I just want to say we have a sponsor for this episode. This episode is sponsored by the Selkies Cottage. And if you remember a few months back, um, they sponsored an episode and it is a mother daughter team and they make homemade candles and they put these candles in these beautiful antique vessels and they made me a Yule candle and sent it my way a couple weeks ago. And it is, oh, it's so amazing. It's balsam and pine. And um, it has pine, a little pine cone in it and a crystal. It is just really beautiful. But they are the Selkies Cottage. And I really appreciate them for sponsoring this episode. And it's the perfect time during this Yuletide season. (laughs) So thank you, Selkies Cottage. So Next, I want to share with you another song, and this one is Yule. The song is called Yule by Sawulo, and I think you may have heard of this group before. They they produce some gorgeous pagan 
um, tunes and Celtic uh, celebration songs. And I just really like their music. And especially I like to listen to it during this time of year. So enjoy. Thank you. 
Again, I just really, I like that one. That always makes me smile and when I hear any of their, any of their tunes. I just said tune, <laughs> any of their tunes. That sounds like something my grandmother probably would have said. Oh, I love it. Um, but yes, thank you for humoring me and listening to that. I could listen to that on loop over and over and over again. In fact, I do that a lot whenever I'm journaling, especially at night. For whatever reason, I I like to listen to Sawulo um, in the evening whenever I'm winding down. And so, you know, it's about 4.40, it's almost 5 o'clock here, and it's starting to get dark. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn this on, get some tea whenever I'm done recording this podcast, and just listen to Sawulo for the rest of the night. Um, So thank you. You know, we talk, and I talked a lot, you know, last year at this time, I talked all about Yule and uh, the, the Festival of Yule and what I do to celebrate and a little bit of the history. And, you know, I feel like I was remiss in not talking enough about Saturnalia, which really Saturnalia is, it, it it was it it was the first <laughs> Yule I should say it was that first pagan celebration um, of the winter season, and Saturnalia you know it was a Roman festival took place it started on the seventeenth of December, and it went through until today actually until December twenty third, and it was a multi day festival just like Yule is, and the number of days of course has varied as centuries have gone by. But, you know, it's known now that it ended probably around December 23rd. And it was during this time that work was suspended and businesses, schools, you know, things closed down for the season. And it was a big time for fun and festivities and presents were given there were parties, lots of eating, a lot of feasting, games, um, something that was, you know, that's been known about Saturnalia as well, is that this was a common time where roles in households were reversed among the house owners and their servants or their slaves, and also between adults and children. And during Saturnalia, you had, this is when you saw the greeneries and the garlands being hung. And of course, the evergreen branches were the big things um, that would bear red berries. And this was, this is decking the halls. I mean, this was the original decking of the halls. So you had those boughs of holly and other foliage that were draped over the doors and the thresholds of homes and the windows thought to spiritually safeguard the homes. And a lot of candles were put out and images of the god Saturn were put out and representations of the light, which of course has translated into so many winter celebrations. Returning of the light, we look at Yule, we look at the winter solstice, the sun is coming back. You look at Hanukkah and the lighting of the Hanukkah and um, Kwanzaa and the lighting of candles and that tradition, you know, has just gone on for for centuries and centuries. And so I wanted to talk, as I said, a little bit about 
Saturnalia because I feel like I, I didn't talk a lot about that last year. I was focused so much on Yule as I celebrate it. And, you know, going along with, with Saturnalia and, you know, talking about the Roman feasting and, and roaming and Roman, roaming, Roman celebrations. I also want to talk about the Roman feast that honors the goddess Acca Laurentia and, or Acca Laurentia. I hope I'm saying it correctly. And please correct me, you know, if I'm wrong. And the, the honoring of household guardians. There were these household spirits that every single Roman household had and honored. And they were known as the Lares. And I don't know if you've seen that word before. It's L-A-R-E-S. It was Lares and Penate. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to mispronounce. I don't want to butcher it. But we have these Lares, as I said, and they they were known to look over families and it was on the 23rd of December which is today as i'm recording this the 23rd of December that roman households they honored the lares and again they're household spirits who guard families who guard homes who guard the property and everything that is associated with your household and these lares were they're they're very helpful to the family they were they did they did not cause harm unlike you know you think of some other household spirits some brownies some household you know fair folk um the lares they 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 only were helpful and pretty much every single home every roman home had a place to honor them, an altar or a shrine, really it was a shrine um, set up just for the Lares. Um, and that was known as the Lararium. And this, again, was positioned near the hearth of the home because, I mean, they, they look over the family, the home, the property, the hearth and home. And the wealthier families at this time also had multiple altars for the Lares. But, you know, I just wanted, I wanted to mention them because, you know, when I was researching for my book that comes out, you know, next September, there's coming, I guess it's this coming September now of 2022, I was looking at home and hearth household spirits and the Lares is something I'd read about, you know, many times over the years, but I got to learn more about them and they were just so fascinating and I thought this would be a good time to talk about them on the podcast because, well, it's December 23rd and traditionally it's when they were honored and celebrated. So I thought I would just share that with you. A little bit of Lares, a little bit of Saturnalia. Um, and I want to get into, at this time, a poem. And let me get it out because I think I have it over here. There are, well, my, my very favorite poem in the world I'm going to read in a couple minutes, not this one. Um, my favorite poem is Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening uh, by Robert Frost. And I probably, you know what, I probably could just recite that to you by memory right now, because I've read it so many times, especially at this time of year. And I always read it this time of year. And I find myself reciting that poem when I'm hiking, when I'm going through the woods, especially when it's snowing outside. Um, oh, I 
should I, should I attempt? Maybe I'll attempt um, saying it. There's one of the stanzas I always get mixed up on, but it's whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near. This is the part that I forget the lines of the stanza, but it is the darkest evening of the year. So the poem takes place on the winter solstice. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. Oh, I did remember most of it. <laughs> so here I was going to look it up, but you know, I was going to pause the podcast, look it up and then read it to you. But you know what? I know it pretty much from memory except for that one line, but I always loved stopping by woods in a snowy evening. And there, there's so much yes symbolism within that poem and it can be ambiguous. It can be read in so many different ways. But when I'm looking at it at face value, a man or a woman going into the winter woods with his or her, her horse and just taking in the peace recognizing it's the darkest evening of the year and I'm tired and I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot this year, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. And so they know they have to get through that winter season. They have to get through the snow. They have to get through the cold and into into the spring. They have to just keep living and keep going. And again, this could be a metaphor for so much and you could analyze this till you're blue in the face. Um, but I, it is just one of my all-time favorite poems. Obviously, you can hear it in my voice. Like, I just love it so, so much. And it it brings me right into this season. And it brings me right into this Yuletide season and the beginning of winter and reminding me that, yes, it's cold out. Yes, these days are dark. The nights are extremely dark, but we'll get through winter. Um, And I like to think that's how my ancestors thought. And they would have loved this poem. They would have loved to have this to keep them going during these dark months. But so again, that's Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost. I just love that. So I'm going to read one more. I'm going to read one more. That one I recited. This next one, I don't know by heart. So I'm going to read it. Um, And it is The Withering of the Boughs. And this is William Butler Yeats, another one of my favorite poets. He's an Irish poet. He is so, his words are so magical. He writes about the fae. He writes about fairies in so much of his work. Um, and so, especially when I'm working with the Fae, I'd like to come back to him. So the withering of the boughs. I cried when the moon was murmuring to the birds. Let Peewit call and Curlew cry when they will. I long for your merry and tender and pitiful words, for the roads are unending and there is no place to my mind. The honey pale moon lay low on the sleepy hill, and I fell asleep upon lonely ecta of streams, 
No boughs have withered because of the wintry wind. The boughs have withered because I have told them my dreams. I know of the leafy paths that the witches take, who come with their crowns of pearl and their spindles of wool and their secret smile out of the depths of the lake. I know where a dim moon drifts, where the Danan kind wind and unwind their dances, when the light grows cool on the island lawns, their feet where the pale foam gleams. No boughs have withered because of the wintry wind. The boughs have withered because I have told them my dreams. I know of the sleepy country where swans fly round, coupled with golden chains and sing as they fly. A king and a queen are wandering there, and the sound has made them so happy and hopeless, so deaf and so blind with wisdom. They wander till all the years have gone by. I know, in the curlew and peewit of the ecta of streams, no boughs have withered because of the wintry wind. The boughs have withered because I have told them my dreams. I just, oh, I just think that poem is so lovely too. Um, and when we're talking about comfy, cozy, witchy, you know, uh, poetry, I think that this does the job. And a lot of, really, a lot of William Butler Yeats does, does the job. Um, so thank you for humoring me and listening to those poems. Uh, before I go into the card pool of this episode, we're going to hear one more song. So the final song I'm going to share with you tonight is by Miguel Berkmeyer, and um, he is a violinist, and he just plays some of the most beautiful music. And I'm not sure if I've talked about it on here, but I too play the violin. And so, you know, anytime I can find a violinist who plays pagan music, <laughs> it makes me so happy. Um, but this song is the winter interlude and that's the name of the song and well I hope you enjoy I just really love this one
So lovely. Ooh. Went on went on to the next song there a little bit. I don't know if you heard that. Um, I did notice the last song that I played for you, Reese was barking in the background. I don't know if you caught that or not. Um, the garage door went up and I heard her just going mad at the garage door. I thought, oh my gosh, of course we can't do an episode without her making her presence known. So yes, that was uh, The Winter Interlude by Miguel Berkmeyer. And he also, that was him playing the guitar as well. He plays all sorts of instruments, actually. So thank you for listening. And if you have any other songs or albums that you want to send my way, I would love that. Or any Spotify playlist. I just downloaded Spotify a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I have to get with the times. Of course, I just downloaded it. Even though my podcast plays on Spotify, I didn't have Spotify myself. So I did finally get that. So if you want to want to have a listen or find him and other musical artists there, or if you have any you want to recommend to me, let me know, because I would love to put together my Spotify playlist or a playlist in general. So yes. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I just wanted to share a couple songs with you. I wanted to share a little bit of history and I wanted to share some poetry. I feel like maybe I should find Stopping by Woods in a Snowy Evening and actually read you the full poem because, or at least the stanza that I totally (laughs) messed up on. I'm actually, I'm looking it up right now. Stopping by woods on a snowy evening. Um, It's always that same place. It's that same place for years. And I've read this poem for so long. Between the woods and frozen lake. That's it. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near. Between the woods and frozen lake. The darkest evening of the year. Always. Always. That's what I miss. I just looked it up. There it is. But if you have a chance to find those poems by Yeats and by Frost or any other poems, you know, that can get you into the the solstice and the winter spirit. Um, Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. So let's end today with a card pull from the Yule deck. Okay, so you know, I've been working with this deck for a little while now. Um, my friend Kaylee sent it to me and I am absolutely loving this deck. It is the Yule Seasons of the Witch deck. I have the Samhain deck, of course. I'm sorry, that might be loud. I realize shuffling right in your ear. So let's see. The card of this episode is going to be... Oh, and this one just fell off the top. So we have Candle Magic. Candle Magic. I love this card. The imagery is beautiful 
It is a series of candles in a spiral formation, um, a spiral walkway. It's just beautiful. Um, and it says, candle magic, finger the spine and caress thy lips, light the spell spilling from your grip. It's a real, the imagery on this card really is beautiful. I don't know if you've seen the season of the witch Yule, Yule deck yet or not. Perhaps more than any time of year, the holidays are perfect for lighting the night with candles. They are carriers of your intentions, invocations, and hopes for brighter days. It is common to light a candle for prayers and to represent the divine's presence in both religious and magical and pagan practices. The simple act of lighting candles reminds you that light can always be found, even in the darkest of places, and that light represents a hope that all will be well. Candle magic is burning in your spread to inform you that your prayers have been received. If you're seeking a positive sign for your situation, know that this is it. So you hear that. This is what you need to hear, friends. You must have hope that things will work out in your favor. Additionally, the cosmic forces that that be are lighting a pathway for you to receive even more blessings in your life. Your spiritual support team is always with you and will show you the way when you cannot see it clearly. Receiving candle magic is a sign that you are headed for peaceful times. And what a great message for this season. The peace, the joy, the calm, the introspection of this season. So I love that card. And, um, you know, I just want to thank you all for continuing to listen to my podcast. I, I am still blown away with all of the listeners and with the number of shows that have been downloaded over the last year or so. I'm still blown away by it. And I'm still blown away by your comments and the feedback that I receive. So thank you. Keep that coming. And, you know, to support this podcast, if you can rate, review, comment, share with your friends, I would greatly appreciate that. You know that, um, it takes a lot of time and I'm not paid at all for doing for doing this podcast. So any comment and well wish, you know, is very much received and I thank you for that. So I do have a couple shout outs for you from the last couple of weeks. I know it's been four weeks. So I have a few here that I want to read. So Alyssa MJ, thank you. You binged all the way. So you binged yourself through the whole the all the whole both seasons. So thank you. I'm glad that you love my wonderful rambling. You call my rambling wonderful. And I appreciate that more than you know. So thank you. Um Nick's Insomniac, you your I love that your headline is wow. <laughs> thank you. That means a lot. You love the podcast so much. I'm so glad it has taught you. Um I you know when I started it that's what I wanted. I wanted beginners and more experienced practitioners alike to be able to tune in and get some nugget from this podcast. So your comment is appreciated. Shep Mega, um you're also a beginner witch and you're getting caught up on my podcast and you've learned so much. So thank you. Thank you for your comment. I'm glad that you also love the rants that I go on sometimes. I love that so many people mention that, by the way. I love your ramblings. Okay, noted. Um, 
Kate G214. This show is the reason I'm feeling comfy, cozy, and witchy. Well, that is, that's an amazing comment. So thank you. And a nice compliment. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kate. Um, I think it's another Kate E.T. Kate E.T. So Katie T. maybe. Um, you said this is just what this witch needed. And you stumbled upon this from the Facebook group. Oh, that's awesome. So from the Comfy Cozy Witches Facebook group. And you just love the energy of this podcast. You are so welcome. So thank you for your comments. Um, A from Texas. You also are a beginner witch and this has helped you so much and you look forward to listening to more. So thank you for your comments. Yes, more will be coming out. And, you know, as we come into the new year and my son's off to school, I'm going to have a little more time. So I'm hoping to have more of a consistent schedule, but I can't promise that. We'll see. (laughs) Let's see. So, oh, letters F-T-E-H-R-H-R-D-Y-Y-E. That is your username. Um, thank you for your kind words. I'm glad that you find my voice calming. My son won't always agree with you there. <laughs> um, but I'm so glad that you find this to be a guiding light for you. That's what I what I hope for many of those who listen. So thank you for your kind words. Leanne Hicks, XOXO. Um, it's like talking to a friend about comfy, cozy life. I love that. But you wish that the podcasts were a little bit longer. Sorry. Sorry, it's not a little bit longer. Oh, some episodes. There will be some longer episodes. I have one coming up that I think is going to be pretty long. AAA Harwood, you just found the podcast and you've binged it all um, and you're ready for more episodes. So yes, more are coming and here is here's another one. So thank you very much for your kind words. And Kayla Cat. You're a stay-at-home mom and you you appreciate having me in the background. <laughs> or no, you like the background sounds with my dogs and my son. Thank you. I was so, you know, I don't do the editing thing. And I didn't know if a lot of people would like the fact that I just let those interrupting noises in. But that's my life. That's the way it is. So I'm so glad that you appreciate that. And thank you for your kind words. And then Sarah Maple, I think I gave you a shout out on the last podcast, but if not, thank you for your kind words. I'm glad that it's like having a cup of something cozy, you know, with with a friend. So thank you. And everybody, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Um, I'm excited to go into the new year and bring some some more episodes your way. I have some topics, some ideas that I'm throwing around for episodes. Eventually, I'll probably have guests. I'm still figuring out the software and how I can do that. Um, But just bear with me, which you all have. So thank you. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me over on Instagram. That's the best place to find me, Instagram at Comfy Cozy Witch. You can also find me um, through the Comfy Cozy Witches Facebook group. It's, an, it's a Facebook. It's a private Facebook group uh, for, for witches. We just reached 10,000 members, which is so crazy. And we also just did our really fun Yule Exchange or Secret Odin gift exchange. And that's been a lot of fun. So you can check us out over there. And you can also find me on, oh my gosh, on Twitter at Comfy Cozy Witch, but I do not tweet. I'm not good at Twitter. I have like 20 followers. That is not my thing. But if you're over there, I'm there once in a while. And then you can support me and this podcast by leaving a comment, rating, reviewing it, sharing it with your friends, checking out um, my Cozy Witch Press, which is, you know, my my new little publishing company checking out Fit Witch Challenge, 
Um, but yes, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was nice and relaxing for you. That was my goal uh, because this is a very hectic time of year. And if I can bring a little bit of peace and calm to that, then I'm happy to do so. And if not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that if you didn't find those songs very calming or peaceful. Uh, anyway, until next time, everybody, stay comfy, cozy, and witchy.